The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. And on my left-hand side here, we have David. Spoopy boys. We ain't here. <laughs> it's not stay spoopy tonight. You it's, know what? I'm so tired. I forgot you my forgot, catchphrase. You forgot phrase. your catchphrase. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so I stole Freddy's. <laughs> so now you, have to, now you have to say stay spoopy. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. Stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. <laughs> also known as Nightly. Across from me, we have Freddy. Stay poopy. <laughs> 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 All right. We're not starting over. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Nighty Night. We are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down the, and discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife. And that's night with a what? Okay. Good, we're not too tired for that. No. <laughs> By pledging on Patreon, you have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday. Most podcast services around the world. Now, our featured film for tonight. Oh, yeah. The Changeling. I have two things to say. Two things. Oh, my God. We're starting off hot. One. I've never. One. I had no <laughs> idea what this movie was about. Say right. Two. Yeah. It's one of my favorite horror movies ever now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty big. Yeah. I did not see oh, that. Holy shit, that came out of left field. Right? <laughs> Wow! Yeah. Wow! Awesome! Shit. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Those were my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> my drop. Oh man! All right, well, let's continue with our thoughts. This is favorite film, favorite horror film. One of my favorites. Wow! It was that's it was a, a blast. Um, Damn! I'm glad I, you liked it that much. Yeah. So, like, we've talked about this before in episodes. It's hard to get me spooked, or I, that's why I like watching horror because I want to get spooked. And the moments that scared me the most in this movie are, cre- I, I think creep me out i was definitely creeped out the whole movie sure yeah, yeah was moments of um exposition when characters were describing something that happened but you're not really seeing anything on the screen what, of what they're describing okay. there's a there's a particular moment where <laughs> a character says something and i'm like oh fuck i'm scared and I, like, <laughs> I looked out my window i was like did i hear something and i even said awesome. I, I watched this in the middle of the night like i tend to do it's like two in the morning i sent you guys a text i was like i know you guys yeah. are sleeping but damn this is spoopy yeah that's right yeah he did and i i am so glad you actually got pretty spooked out by this yeah, too. like that this is a because it is a, a definitely a creepy movie yeah. definitely it is very creepy and it's very odd the way it was shot with uh certain 
like movements and things oh, like I that. I loved it. And it was the so camera good. Work was so fitting for the story yeah. that was presented. Yeah, I'm glad I that I chose I this for the last on one then. Okay, yeah, definitely this, a good one to end yeah, on. This is this is definitely ending our our walk down horror lane. And I'm glad this is the one that we got to uh, kind of watch. You know what? Correction. I think I've heard of it once before. And I think it's in an interview with Jordan Peele. I think he mentioned it. Possibly. Very possible. Because I, I feel like so. I've only heard of the title before. Yeah. Not the movie itself. It's so funny. I was I've waiting. I've never seen this too. I was like, there's going to be some kind of chameleon character. Like nope. some monster. Nope. something. Yeah. Like, they never show the ghost. Yeah. But I straight up thought this was going to be a movie about a True. monster that like. Is like a chameleon that literally oh, metamorphosis. Like actually yeah, changing. <laughs> and I was like, well, there, yeah. the changeling is an actual term. Uh, like it, it's it's probably not used as often as compared no, to no, yeah, like it, it's an actual term. Let me let me see if I could find what it means. Um, so changeling is a child believed to have been secretly substituted by fairies for the parents' real child infancy. Well, it makes sense. So it's pretty much a child that's switched. So that's okay. that's what uh, the changeling is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's weird because there's also another movie in 2008. Yeah. Uh, with Angelina Jolie. I watched yeah. that movie. Yeah. It, that movie. It's actually me out. a really good movie. It like is. her son gets taken, and they're trying to make her believe that she never had a son to begin with. So that was an actual true story. It was. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's oh my it's god, a good that movie. That reminds me, me of up. Flight Plan. Yeah. I don't know. It's it. initially not, just not like that. No, it's not good. But yeah, it's Jodie Foster. <laughs> She's yeah. on a plane and she much. wakes up and her child is gone and they're yeah. like, you never had a child. You never had a child. You're, you're on the plane by yourself, but there was a child. Yeah. There's a Spoilers. movie on Netflix kind of similar to this as well. Um, God, I'm, I'm blanking on what it's called, but it was it was uh, initially the kind of the same concept, but the, the guy goes into a hospital and he tells he tells the the front desk lady like oh I came here with my wife and my daughter and this doctor checked her out and all this other stuff but no one can recall that and they even have like video surveillance footage Ooh. of him like coming alone Ooh. and like but he really believes that his daughter and his wife is with him Ooh. it's an interesting movie uh, it's not great but uh, <laughs> the, I don't want to concept give, yeah I don't want to give it away but. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I can't even remember the name of it right now, but it's on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know what what it's called. Like submerged. It's one word. Um, but and I really don't want to give it away because I, I if you guys want to check this movie out, but um, it doesn't help that I don't know the title, so I don't know if you'll be able to check it out. <laughs> Spoopy Family will be the placeholder of that title. Yeah, exactly. Spoopy Family. Yeah, by all <laughs> means, please. Uh, but it's a very interesting movie. But um, back to the Changeling though. Uh, this. The thing that I like the most about this movie is how it took kind of these cheap thrills mm -hmm. and turned them into something believable. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, I felt it, there was moments where, like, were super fantasy, sure. But at the same time, I really felt like the things that were happening in the house because we didn't see it. Yeah. Like True. I was just like fuck like that's a poltergeist. Yeah. Like we we're not we're not just seeing it like if this were to really happen to us this this is how it would kind of start I feel like it would start off with like random taps yeah. and uh just a random door opening. Right. Banging. Exactly. Yeah. And and maybe a wheelchair like the wheelchair moving in or, or the window being broken. The oh, ball, the ball is yeah. what scared the fuck you know what? out of me. Dude. This movie reminded me a lot of The Conjuring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too. Way too much. Maybe, like, man, maybe this is that's very why. similar. And they had like the seance and something like. Yeah. This is fucking similar. That's as fuck. maybe why. <laughs> like a lot of movies. I'll think about um, what's the one with the demon 
with the red face. Insidious. It looks like Insidious. Yeah. It reminded me of Insidious a little bit and it reminded me of The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. Freddy. Like, no wonder crazy. I loved it so much yeah. now that I think about it. It was like it. your favorite movie. <laughs> the seance was tight. I yeah, love that dude. shit. Oh my, the media I love the character's the... facial reactions to yes. stuff. Yes. The media really good job killed with that. it. Yes. And then everyone just was like observing and kind of twitching their eyes. But man, the, the tone of voice with the medium and then her not blinking. and Yeah, I felt like that was way ahead of its time. Yeah, it really it was. Like, was. She nailed really that well fucking down. role, dude. Yeah. She, oh she my goodness. That, that's when I was like, okay, this is one of my favorite horror movies. Right. The papers, yeah. You can hear it being switched yeah. out, but they're not showing you anything. They're just showing her face. Mm-hmm. So man, that um, What this movie does, and avid listeners will know that I always bring this up. I love when a movie raises questions and mm-hmm. makes you wonder and then eventually you find out the answers right because like this is a paranormal supernatural horror film but also it's kind of like a murder mystery at yeah. the same time that's so oh, cool yeah. love it dude. And we've done it clearly. yeah exactly and you have like this just char- main character that you're kind of rooting for because he has like he's lost everything but then he's found like some purpose yep um and it's kind of cool that yeah. we have like a older like elderly gentleman as the main protagonist yeah. like you don't see that done he's a in lot older movies or horror young. movies yeah I like agree. you're just rooting for this old guy and he's yeah. like he's like i'm too old for this shit yeah. sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> i love it dude. I, yeah it's great i love it yeah he doesn't like, give a fuck yeah it, 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 that was the, the beauty behind it because he's older right so yeah. like he, he doesn't care he's just he's like, lived his life exactly he's just like i don't got time for this he's like i'm just trying to live in this nice ass house and, and right in like, peace yeah and like, like <laughs> and i'll say that it's a real nice house it's a nice ass i would he's dude. like living there by himself i'm like what the fuck get Thank another you. apartment or something if, seriously if i knew for a fact that shit wasn't haunted i still wouldn't live there too big for me it's yeah, way too, it's too big, big for, for everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. No, scary no, no. like it was just, i was just like you need to fill that house up with something teddy bears so i don't know <laughs> like, 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 something because there were certain it, like he only stayed on the first floor yeah he didn't stay upstairs no oh he stayed on the second his room was on the second floor and then he yeah. used the music room and the, the music room and that was it the study and like he he had no other business for any other other rooms and plus he also did state that the other rooms needed work yeah so and he didn't want to do it and plus, there's fucking hidden rooms and shit. I know. That's scary. Like, you scary. don't know. Like, what if this house has hidden rooms? Uh, this one? Yeah. I mean, there's technically a door uh, a to, the, to, like, an attic up, upstairs that I've never We don't never go in there. Open in. Yeah. We don't go in there. Yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've never tried to open it. Yeah, no, nah, shit. And the music Leave box it there. just plays our podcast. <laughs> <that we're laughs> <recording right> <laughs> You just hear the opening soundtrack of Nightlight. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? This is where he got it from. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the plot, gentlemen. Directed by, oh, excuse me, The Changeling. Directed by Peter Medic. Released March 28th of 1980. I got the right year this time. Good job. Uh, same year as The Shining. So these were two big heavy hitters of the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, a budget of $600,000. That's it. That's I it. mean, they're only at the house, really. They're only at the house. We don't see any special effects, really. Uh, like, a few. Well, I mean, like CG. Okay. Yeah, like, like he, they didn't have to make a ghost. Did they actually no. burn the house down? I don't <laughs> think they actually burned the house down. But I do have some facts about that that we'll okay. go over a little bit later. Uh, a box office of $12 million. Holy Damn, shit. they came up. Yep. A runtime of one hour and 47 minutes and a score of 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Should be higher. I agree. Yeah, I agree. This, this movie is just fantastic all around. But we open to the sound of wind while it goes over the cast of uh, people that we have in the movie. Then a snowy backdrop of upstate New York on November 27th. 
it's a very tragic day. Very yes, tragic day. Uh, you know, uh, Thanksgiving. So, yeah. like, you know, uh, we don't want to say what happened to our, our, our fellow Native Americans, but... America's pretty shitty. Uh, in the distance, you can hear a man and a woman talking. It is a family that is pushing their car up a snowy road. Uh, they are very chipper at this point, right? Yeah, they're, like, they're happy. like, oh my god, you haven't pushing a car in the snow. Yeah. How much time do we have? Oh, oh, a few more miles to go. Yeah, he said well, a few million, more million miles. Miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I would not be pushing that. Well, well I, I would have to push the right car, there. but I would not be happy about. Homeboy came up. His wife is a lot younger yeah, than she he is. Way younger and a lot. Yeah. She's pretty pretty. Yeah, yeah, she was <laughs> pretty, pretty. pretty. She was pretty pretty. <laughs> then he didn't. The man walks to <laughs> the man walks to an off road payphone while uh, the mother and daughter are playing in the snow. The man is uh-huh. on the phone, but there is a car on one end of the road and there's a truck coming on the other end. The man realizes that these two cars are barreling down, about to collide with each other. Jesus Christ, this was scary. Yeah, like, this oh, was really it's scary. That anxiety. Yeah, moment. and um. At first, it seemed cheesy to me for a split second when he's in the phone booth and he, like, can't get out because he sure. wants it. But then I'm like, yo, that's realistic. Yeah. Because if it were me, I'd be yeah. like, I would literally stand there and be like, am I overreacting, thinking something's going to happen? Or is something really going to happen? Or, like, right. you know that, like, you kind of freeze up and get right. tense for a second. And I was like, yo, that's actually really good acting. Yeah. He, yeah. He's great. George C. Scott did a great job of yeah. this. Um he tries to spring into action, but is stuck inside the phone booth. An enormous crash happens, and then we get our title card. Yeah. So that was the cold open. A very cold open. <laughs> I thought he was going to turn into a lizard man because of that title. Ever <laughs> 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 since that day, I went to science. Exactly. <laughs> he starts br- changing. <laughs> yeah. It's like how to bring back the dead. Like the I, I thought. I thought next thing would be him going. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing him changing into a lizard yeah. in the phone booth. What the freeze frame? Oh my god, that's so stupid. <laughs> we, <laughs> we fade to black and see the man, John, <laughs> walking down a set of stairs while the summer music is playing. And I already put here, you already kind of get the Rosemary, uh, Rosemary's Baby vibes because they're in New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, not for long. Because he's just like, fuck this, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, I'm out. Yeah. He was there for three months, and then he was like, I got to bounce. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't either. John makes it to his apartment, um, and everything is deathly quiet. He walks around the complex, and we st- we see moving boxes on the floor. While he is looking out of the... <laughs> I can't get over the fucking lizard. <laughs> 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 <Damn it. laughs> While he is looking out of the window, Cincio comes into the room, um, and then there's a flashback of him and his daughter, and him turning into a lizard. <laughs> him and his lizard daughter. <laughs> 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 Why did you say this? <laughs> you are killing me. I saw literally. the title and I thought that's what this was going to be about. Like, yes, do it, lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense, though. Because yeah. it's changed. Like, I get yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. like something's changing. So that's. Oh, fuck. That's so funny. God damn it, David. <laughs> oh, shit. So <laughs> she throws a bouncing ball um, at him on the couch. On the. She throws a bouncing ball at him to catch, and that's when he actually kind of, like, reminds him of his daughter, right? Yeah. Like, uh, he has that flashback of his daughter uh, doing the same thing, which, damn, really sad. Um, But 
We got to keep it moving. We cut back to the reality. Uh, cut back to reality of the same ball being bounced towards him that Astencia dropped. Um, and I put here a fantastic touch. This, yeah. is, this is beautiful. Like, um, and you could tell the dynamic between him and his daughter Kathy were was it was close. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, she was a daddy's girl. That's the one thing I really like. There's a lot of good flashback scenes in this movie. Yeah, and, they, and they're done one really was like, well. You don't have to give the whole backstory, but the backstory right. is enough. Yeah, what exactly. Like, I agree perfect. with that. Yeah, yeah. Just little glimpses. Even that little glimpse was important because he's he's older, right? But because I think back then, especially like if you have a, a father that is also like um, sharing a child with like a younger woman. The father tends to be pretty distant. Yeah. So I think that little glimpse was important because even though it was like, you know, maybe he's with this woman just to provide comfort and security. Like, no, he still cared for his family and had a close relationship with that daughter. So that right. pain of loss is is just as great. Yeah, because they show they show him with his daughter more than like his wife. His wife. Yeah, for sure. So his baby's yeah. mama. Yeah. But him and Claire were like, you know, they were getting close as shit. I, I, thought, <laughs> I was like, yo, he getting like, another you young get chick. Devil, you better he get it in. He them brunettes. You better get it in. <laughs> John picks up the ball from the ground and walks over to a desk to let her know uh, that he's moving to or that he's going to Seattle, too. Uh, we cut to an airplane on a landing strip in Seattle on March 4th. After John gets his bags, we cut uh, cut to him speaking to a man and a woman on a couch about his wife and daughter Joanna and Kathy. Uh, the man Robert uh, set him set him up with a teaching gig in Seattle, and I was like, "Fuck, dude! I wish it was that easy." Right uh, in Seattle during his stay, uh, while they are talking, uh, there's these kids that's running around the house playing, um, and they're instructed to go to into another room. And one of the kid, one of the children, it was a, a girl. She smiled at him, and he smiles back and stuff like that. And she really looked like his daughter she did like she did yeah. really looked yeah like she really him. did and i i think that's that's what made that scene even more special yeah because he was like fuck dude like yeah like reminds me of my kid i was like changeling lizard children there were clones <laughs> lizard clones Stupid. that one was a chameleon <laughs> <laughs> the woman ava asked john on how long he is planning on staying in the hotel and offered to let him stay there with uh there with them uh john let her know that he would like to find a house to rent a place where he can work on composing on his piano ava lets him Let's him know that she has a friend who works for the Historical Preservation Society that he can rent from. We cut to John outside of the state. Now put here, damn, this <laughs> big. Yeah, damn. You do not need this much space. Like you do not. No, he was in on. He it, was though. in. Yeah. He was like, hell yeah. He was shit, like, I'm rich. big staircase chandelier. He's like, like, yeah, he was in. What are the terms? Of, I'm, I'm so interested in how much this was for him to rent. Yeah, it was like no big deal. Come he was on. just like take it yeah in the historical preservation society come on bro yeah come on bro a woman by the name of claire pulls up uh to bring him inside the state they pull up to the they pull up excuse me they go inside the state uh, together and he's like following behind her john asks when the house was last occupied and it was 12 years ago claire and john head inside while they are going through the house john um is asking why haven't people lived in uh lived in the house um, Claire hasn't been in the society long, but she thinks that, uh, she just thinks that the society didn't try hard enough of getting people to rent this place. Uh, they walk in, they walk upstairs and they see a piano. John is definitely in- interested in this point in time. Probably the fact that he doesn't have to bring his own now. And yeah. he's just like, oh, this shit's already here. You know, we just play this. Perfect. Um, and, uh, he asks about the terms of the house and he's already in. And I put here the house 
just oozes with character. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Like the house is definitely a character of its own. I got that vibe as well. Like I really got the vibe that this house was going to be entity. Yes. And it, I hate how I always want to say this, but it reminded me of Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. This movie no, no, reminded no, me does. of so many like stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Well, like, is this where they get all the ideas? This, this movie? movie really reminded me of The Haunting more so than anything. Oh, yeah. Good call. Um, just the Lost Children. The lo- children exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it re- really, truly reminded me of. Um, and Everyone copied this movie. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, when watching this movie, I was like, I feel like so many... Um, a, lot a lot of inspiration. Yeah, a lot of films got inspiration from this film throughout the decades to come. I agree. And, like, there's so much here. That I could see just being like, whoa, I, like people thinking, I want to, I want to build, I wanna, off, I that. build so off that. It's yeah. very weird because I uh, watching the entire movie. It's like I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah, mm. I got. It felt and I comfortable. hate feeling that way because this was the first movie that probably had that, and I was like, right, it does sure. a disservice to the movie. Yeah, itself. because yeah. I've seen so many movies, I was like, oh, I've kind of seen this like, before. Oh, so it's not cliche. That, yeah, right. Even though this was kind of like one of those first but ones, now, right, from yeah. 1980. Right. So I mean, it was it was interesting. Uh, we cut to a cleaning lady, um, cleaning the dining room table while the camera slow pans to show a man cleaning and putting up books. The camera creeps through the foyer to find John playing music on his piano. He stops playing because a key is not playing at all. Mr. Tuttle knocks on the wall to gather John's attention. There is a man out front delivering a water tank. While John leaves, we stay with the piano and have a close up of the piano key that wouldn't play. Then it plays by itself. That's when I got yeah. spooped. Yeah, I was like, I got, I'm in. I got, yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm fucking in. I got chills yeah. at that point. Because yeah. I've only seen this movie once. How and, long ago? Uh, years ago. And I, I, well, I wouldn't say years ago. I would say maybe about 10 years ago. Um, which wow, is still a long time ago, but but I was like maybe 17, 18. I saw this in college. Um, Did you say 17, 18? Yeah. Oh, like 2017 or no, no, no. Like I was 17. Oh, I thought you were going to say no, no, no. Yeah, the year 17. No, 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 no. Damn. (laughs) I'm from the fucking future. (laughs) Uh, We got to John and Robert walking on uh, walking on the campus. Um, The campus is beautiful. Have you guys ever been in Seattle? No. No. Uh, That's uh, University of Washington, the campus that they were on, and I've been there a couple times. Such a good class. What? Oh, oh the class was huge. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh dude, I he like was funny. Jokes, yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, jokes he, are really good. he actually made me giggle. Yeah. Uh John goes into a room full of students um chattering. He cracks wise jokes, but he is teaching advanced musical form. John starts playing the piano, but then it quick cuts to an orchestra playing completing the rest of his tune. Now I thought this was Flawless. Great transition. Like wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Very like, clean. Really, really clean cut. Like it it just it felt it felt believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, John was speaking to one of his students, Robert. He was speaking to one of his students, Robert and Ava, about the orchestra. He excuses himself to runs in, and runs into Claire and her mother. They are interrupted by a man asking for everyone, uh, everyone, everyone's attention. The man is introducing Senator Carmichael. He begins making a speech. John leaves with Claire to get a drink during the speech. She fills him in. She fills him in about uh, being a part of the society. We cut to John pulling up to the house um, and into his driveway. And I put here, this movie just gives me the creeps. Or this uh, this house just gives me the creeps. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's super dark. And I'm like, ooh. It's just, it, it feels... 
I think when he gets Ugh. back from the orchestra, this is the first time the camera kind of zooms out on the house too. So yeah, you can't to really see the see big it. size of it. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? It's huge. It's, it's huge. House. It's like four floors. Yeah, it's a big house. Uh, uh, he slowly heads inside the house, and we get this great shot of what he's actually stepping into. We cut to the next day. There is a deep pounding throughout the house that wakes John up. We are now downstairs where um, he's composing a new song. But while he's doing this, the door is opening slowly behind him with nobody behind it. And this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I saw this, yeah. and I was like, let's go. Dude, this movie was so this movie is sick. Yeah. Dude, it, yeah. this movie... Reminds me of like those YouTube videos with people seeing actual ghosts or whatever. Yeah. Oh, those are the best. They're all yeah, subtle they're, they're and great. nothing really huge, but right. it's, it's happening. Yeah, it shouldn't be happening. And it's just like this. This is how ghost movies should be. Yes, I agree. This is how they should be. They they should be of what we're not used to, used to seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, 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 I don't know. It, it does just, a good job of more real. presenting that sense of dread the whole time. 100%. And you're just like, what is that? And then you get like a shiver down your spine. You're like, oh, yeah. is that happening near me too? Yeah, and when you get that shiver, you see John gets that same yeah. shiver. Uh, he goes to check and calls for Mr. Tuttle outside of the door. Mr. Tuttle walks through the front door instead. John asks if anybody else is in here with them, but Mr. Tuttle says no. John goes back to composing and recording his composition. While, while the music is playing, John is reading in his study. Claire comes into the room to hand some papers for the house. Claire's uh, going around the study and goes to look at his desk. She grabs the ball uh, that was Kathy's, and she puts it down when John tells her that it was his daughter's. Sad moment. Yeah. Uh, she's on her way out, and she is going uh, to ride horses. John, being the gangster he is, <laughs> cannot tag along. And I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you but uh, we cut to them riding horses in the forest. John stops and Claire asks him uh, what is the matter. He is thinking about Kathy and how much he, uh, how much she loved to ride horses. And I was like, that's cool. Um, but I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's sad. Yeah. yeah we get a flashback of the accident once again. And then we cut to him crying in bed. Oh, dude, this was sad. Yeah. yeah. He was like, they, he was like legit crying, dude. There was like, puddles. Because yeah. after the accident, you don't really see his reaction to everything. That's true. Yeah. Until yeah. like this moment, he's like, oh, he's still affected. Yeah. Damn. He's still yeah. grieving. Yeah. God, it's a rat. And then, and then, Creepy you, moment. and then you hear the banging, and he's like, the fuck, yeah, I'm having a dude. moment here. Yeah. yeah. His crying is interrupted by a loud pounding again. Mr. Tuttle. Uh, then we cut to Mr. Tuttle banging on the boiler to make sure that this is not this isn't what's causing the problem. Mr. Tuttle lets him know that uh, that this is probably just the boiler making these noises. We cut to a group of indi- individuals practicing in John's music room. It's like kind of teaching, right? Like yeah. private teaching or whatever yeah. at home. Um, and I don't know if you looked in in one of the corners there. Uh, I was I was watching this with my in laws and also my wife Kathleen and her little sister. <clears throat> and when I was watching this, I looked in, in the corner, and I was like, is that Stephen King's son? I wouldn't know. It was. Really? Yep, it you, was Joe Hill. But you x-rayed uh, it? I, I, I didn't x-ray it, but I <laughs> looked it up. Um, but the the name in there was Brian King. His oh, name. damn. Yeah, wow. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and I was like... Good eye, Prince. Uh, they all uh, they all leave his home, and John closes the door. When the door is closed, he hears a moaning coming from the other room. He goes to check it out, and then hears laughter coming from the kitchen. The water is running, and he goes to turn it off. He then hears the laughter coming from upstairs. I put my dude is fearless. Yeah. like he's he's checking this out like nothing. Right. Like, nothing. Like, like, yeah. 
what the fuck? Like, none of that. He's just like, huh, I'm going to go up there and check that out, too. Nope, I would have been out. My black ass would not have been <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, shit, I'm going to Claire's house. <laughs> yeah, you are. John runs uh John runs upstairs and we hear more water until uh until the faucet stops. He continues going forward and I put here again. Yeah, bro, fuck that. Um, more water and moaning while he gets higher and higher. He makes it to the bathtub up- upstairs and turns off the water to the tub. And uh, there's a little boy in the tub that, res- that um, to me personally, it slightly resembled a girl. Yeah, I thought it was his I wife. Thought it was his, I thought it was his wife or daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, it slightly resembled a girl, but it was the little Until boy. later on, yeah, I realized like, who it, it out was. That, okay, like, yeah. I think they wanted to do that, though. He, he Probably didn't react that much. Questions. He just, like, stared at it. Like, he backed up. But he didn't, yeah, like, he was, he, he kind of, like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that was right. weird to me. He kind of did the La La Land uh, <laughs> meme for for uh, Ryan Gosling. He was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yeah." Like, <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> like, I feel like it if was it an were me, reaction. if it were me, I'd probably step back and be like, "Dude, I would nah. just see that." I'd be I'm like, bolt. "I'm tripping." I like, I didn't see anything. But you know what? With that being said, I don't know if this was deliberate or this was actually done. But I felt like when scenes were cutting back and forth between rooms in the house, I felt like. Within the split second of the scene starting, like you would see a shadow move to another room that yes. gets out of scene. And I, like, I thought I would see stuff like that too. Yeah. And if that's deliberately there, that's so smart. I agree. It's like a kid running around a house, but like clearly, yeah. like, I agree. Maybe not running, but like, woo, yeah. on the wheelchair. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn, dude. David is on fire tonight, everybody. I had a Red Bull. <laughs> He's on He's fire. He's Hot Wheels. <laughs> Damn. Damn. What? Uh, yeah, once again, my black ass wouldn't be in there. Uh, John slowly back, uh, backs away uh, from the bathroom, and we cut to John going to the historical society to speak with Claire about the shit that's going on in this house. Minnie calls, and we got another Minnie, everybody. Minnie right. calls her away. Minnie uh, begins to tell John that that this house is not fit to live in and that it doesn't want people to live in it. We are back at the estate and John is leaving out. A piece of the window above breaks off and falls on the ground below. John goes back inside to see what is going on. And um, I even put here very strange that all the doors are closed. I just find that very odd since he doesn't go in. Like I get it since you don't go in any of these rooms, but Uh, it's just a little weird to me that the doors are closed. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I would want the doors open. That's true. Like, yeah. for me personally, just, just because, like, one, this is a big-ass house, and I want to make sure, like, no one's, like, squatting in here or something. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, um, I have no idea what that noise is. <laughs> uh, but he opens, he opens one of the door, uh, one of the doors, and it, and it, and what? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, I, I. I wrote that wrong. He opens one of the doors, and it's a closet. That's what I meant to say. Oh, yeah. John notices that the uh, that there is a door that is boarded up behind it, however. Uh, and once again, gave me Rosemary, uh, Rosemary's Baby vibes. Yep. yep. <clears throat> this uh, is a poor design, though. A door within a door. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking about that, too. Like, I was like, you could have just put a cabinet on the right. wall and just have a door. Hidden. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of creepy, though. Like, why would there be a door behind the door? It's sure. more mysterious. Yeah. I also had questions about that. I'm like, like, was that... Huh. Was that the actual design? Was it made Put into a afterwards. closet later to cover it up even more? Like, yeah. it's interesting. Well, they've had many occupants though, right? So I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a it was by design at first, mm-hmm. and then the occupants probably like were just like, well, no, we don't want to go in there. Yeah, um, because that door 
did lead to somewhere, <laughs> for sure. Uh, the door is padlocked from the outside, and John starts hammering it, hammering away, but is interrupted by the house pounding the noise back, mocking him. Mm. I yeah. thought this was so clever. Yeah, and that's where you hear like that's where the bangings came from. Yeah, it's like it was all leading you so there. cool. Uh, John continues at the door. He gives two sh- um, shoulder heaves once he gets the lock off, but the door doesn't budge. It instead opens by himself by itself to invite him up. Chills at this point. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, because he's like ramming the door like yeah. like to break through. Yeah, he's and all like, of a sudden it just opens slowly by itself. It's like I'll, I was like, Damn. I'll open it for you. <sighs> Please Man, come in. I got oh, you. Don't once worry. Once again, I'm not black ass enough. <laughs> John heads up to the stairs uh, to the attic area of the house. He notices a small room with a wheelchair, spider webs, a desk, and a fireplace. He finds some papers that say the year January 1909. He puts it down and finds a music box that plays the same lullaby that he also composed earlier. So good. We cut to John showing Claire the lullaby that he recorded and also the music box that he found with the same lullaby. He takes her into the attic to show her um, where he found the music box. Uh, They ponder on the wheelchair and how small it actually is and John and Claire leaving the room. But we go back to the wheelchair in the corner to hear a a breath kind of pass by it. Mm-hmm. I love this shit, man. We cut to John back at the society to find more information about the Chessman house. They aren't able to find any information about the house, but Minnie lets them know that a man named Bernard, who had a son and daughter that lived there. They go to the library to find more information on the house during the year of 1909. Turns out that Miss Bernard, or Mrs. Bernard, uh, was buried in a plot in Brookfield Cemetery. John and Claire go to check out the plots. And you see the daughter, Kara, and the brother, Lloyd. John is uh, wondering what the, ho- uh, what the house wants from him. We cut to John in his study, but, uh, but he hears the ball being bounced down the stairs. This is the fucking moment that gets me, dude. Whew. Let's just get through it real quick. <clears throat> John picks it up and puts it, uh, puts it in his desk. We see John then go to a bridge, uh, go to a bridge in Seattle, and actually drops the ball off of the bridge into one of the water embankments. He goes back home, and when he opens the door, the same exact ball, wet and all, immediately falls right back on the stairs to greet him as soon as he opens the door. He fucking freaked out. That's crazy. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. This is where I was like, this is genius filmmaking mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. For 79, too. I mean, 80. Right. Um, I always think of 79 when I watch this film because in the beginning, it's like, copyright 79. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, but, it was filmed yeah, in film yeah, 79. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To release 80. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, man, yeah. Like, think about it for the time, right? Like, it's that's really not cheesy at through. this point. No. no. At this point, that's fucking The creepy. first one was cheesy. Yeah. Because the first one was just like, okay, it's his daughter's ball. Got it. All right. A little cheesy. The kid had the ball or whatever. Um, and then when he throws it in the water and then it's still wet and then it drops down the stairs again, I was like, that took away all cheesiness. Yeah. Like that was That's like, that one gave me chills. Yeah. I'm getting chills thinking about it right yeah. now. Like this was, it was so good. At this point, the entity is letting you know, like, like I'm not limited to strong, the house too. Yeah. 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 Like it, this also lets you know how powerful this entity is. Right. And that it's trying to communicate. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, like it's trying listen to, to me. To yeah. It's like I was trying to tell you something. You shut me up. I'm. I'm back. Listen yeah, to like, me. Listen to me. John meets with the parapsychologist, and he tells him uh, to have a medium come in to have a seance in his home. We cut to John answering the door for uh, uh, Leah and Albert or Leah. I think I think he said Leah. 
The uh, Warrens. It was the Warrens. <laughs> it was I the was Warrens. I was like, what? No, no, no. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> but crazy. it was Leia and Albert. Leia feels something and starts heading upstairs completely unannounced, by the way. And I was like, man, bitch, hold on. Like, <laughs> for real. Oh, yeah. Ass no, I was like, <laughs> why are you always here? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's working. It's working. Yeah. Leia opens the attic door but closes the door back. We are back downstairs, and Leia is at the table doing her seancey shit. She tells him about his cruel loss of his daughter and wife. Leia lets them know uh, there's a child, a child's presence in the house, and she starts writing on the paper while Albert takes the pages away from her uh, when she is done by going to the edge of the end of the page. Leia has, and I put here, Leia has pure sadness in her eyes while she speaks to the child inhabiting the home, and but. At the same time, she's very monotone, right? Like, yeah. it's like, it was a cool way of separating herself from reality and spirit world, I guess. She's like in between. Yeah. She's, she's channeling. She's like channeling, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and the way you look at her, it looks like she's a radio flicking through stations. Yeah, yeah. That's like, true, yeah. Man, this is the best, I think, so uh, cool. medium scene CNN I've ever scene. seen. Yeah, yeah. same. Uh, so cool. Uh, the it's actress, so sick. you said is Leia, correct? Leia. Man. Uh, that's not her. That's not her real name. No, no yeah, yeah, but yeah, in, in the yeah, film. Leia and Albert. Um, man, her the deadness in her eyes, so good, and the tone of her monotone voice. Uh, yeah, like the the way she talked, it just it, it it was like. And where are you? Yeah. What's your name? With a slight lean forward, head right. tilted to the side, just kind of looking like she upward. Was gone. Like she was gone. Yeah. yeah. Like and it, it was that was creepy in itself. Yeah, like, and, it was really creepy. And I think about Insidious now, where when they're, you know, She's having like a, a gas seance. Mask and stuff. Well, when they're having a seance, um, that was just cool. The medium, <laughs> the medium is like physically there, but spiritually, uh, spiritually somewhere else, yeah. looking around. And it, you got that's what I love about this movie that you have that per, that perceived notion of these things happening without it showing it to you. You just know by like imagery, right? Yeah. Um, and this is a really key aspect in that this is one i was like this is one of my favorite horror films wow when this was happening that's, that's cool probably it's not one of my favorite horror films per se but that's one of my favorite scenes in a horror film yeah it's up there it's like yeah. in my top five maybe wow that's a that's high yeah that's, really no, that's awesome i i really like this movie though. i love this yeah, me movie too. so yeah, yeah, like yeah. i don't blame you. we like different <laughs> types of horror yeah yeah that's true and that's that's the thing like it, it like then that's the beauty behind us like i know you're the paranormal dude i yeah. love paranormal show you guys paranormal know me right. too um and what would you consider yourself ready oh uh, I'd, I'd lean towards paranormal paranormal as well yeah because i know some of the paranormal stuff you t- tend or to tend kind of stray stray yeah, away no, from because they're, they're bad yeah they're well, they're not bad, but they're like they're, they're very, very corny sometimes. Yeah. I, I love that this movie let me like think to myself, "We got a mystery on our hand, gang." I love, yeah. I, this is where it's I true. Love, this is where yeah. I was just like, "Hell yeah!" This is where this movie's transitioning into something even fucking crazier. I'm in. Uh, the child seems to be controlling her hand while she is asking these questions. It is a child named Joseph that lives in this house with John. The child. Constantly writing um, help and asking for it from um, and asking for it from John. He's asking help from John. Yeah, and I love this. Yeah. like the way she's so doing good. it. The it's aggressive. Like, because the woman's not talking now. Yeah. Albert's talking for her because yeah. it's it's she's writing and he's saying what she's writing and she and he's constantly saying help John help John help yeah. help yeah. help me John and I'm like holy crap it's crazy like this is 
This is scary. Yeah, yeah the it flipping is. of the papers and you can hear yes. it so vividly. This is going from paper to paper yeah. to paper. Oh and like, then damn. you hear the the pencil against the paper yeah. and getting harder and yep. at one point like, that's tearing right. through the paper. Yeah. Fuck, and man. getting the getting the sense of that energy that's being pushed through her. Yeah. Oh man. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. But then it stops. But they're not done yet. They are still in the room, but we have that awesome walk-in shot of, uh, like, looks like someone's kind of walking in behind them, right? Mm-hmm. Good camera work. So good. Um, while Leia is still asking questions, there's a, a, a cylinder cone on the, ta- on the table, um, and it's starting to shake. Leia is telling Joseph to speak to John and ask him, ask him how did he die. The cone falls over, and a glass shatters on the wall. And... It flies. Uh, it yeah, flew. It, it just went, it's crazy. yeah. Um, and I think it was Claire that like started screaming and stuff like that because they were crying, all there. Yeah. yeah, she was crying. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, the da, 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 the door upstairs then closes shut. Yeah. Fuck. So cool. Mm-hmm. It was just like I'm done now. Yeah. And then he just kind of goes back in his room. I thought that was super well done. It leaves a lot of room for imagination because like. Okay, this kid is paralyzed, and I keep imagining him running around. But then, and then I think he's paralyzed, so he's like going up. With, he's a in a wheel ghost wheelchair floating. <laughs> but he's going up in his wheelchair as fast as he can, and he's slamming the door. He's like, ha ha ha. Yeah, he's just like you know, you know how he it, right? <laughs> he's part lizard. He's <laughs> <laughs> so his little lizard hands. Yeah. So climb up the walls. He's using his tail. <laughs> just swing around. Yeah, it's just like oh lizard, lizard boy. <laughs> We cut back to John, now alone in the room where the seance is performed. He sits down to play the recording back. While playing it back, he could hear a child whispering no during the questions that were asked. When this was happening, I was like, boy, what are you doing? Like, you For real, fuck man. with this shit right now. For real. I, Not by yourself. Yeah, I was freaking out. I was like, and he kept dude, on rewinding it. I was yeah. like, you, don't, you, you heard it. Don't yeah. worry. You got it. Yeah. Just keep listening, maybe. I, I don't thought know. the whispering that, was pretty good, though. Yeah, yes. I thought John was yeah. going to. Uh, I mean, Joseph was going to come back. He was like, oh, we're doing this again? And it was yeah. freaking me out. You know what I thought? I thought, kind of like what you just said, I thought he was going to stop it, and then we hear like a whisper in his ear. Oh, that's very... Like, damn. That it's reminds funny, me of the It's funny you say that, because that I was, I was uh, talking to my, my mother-in-law about this, too, where I was, because I paused it, and I was like, what would have made this scene, I guess, more modern yeah. is if, if he would have stopped the recording, and then he still heard the, the whispering. Yeah, that's very modern, actually. Yeah, yeah. But with this, I well, thought of The Conjuring, because yeah. this happened when Ed Warren was uh, yeah. listening to the recordings. That's right. right. And this is, the, Ed yeah. heard within The Conjuring series, like, whisperings of the supernatural in between and having to crank up the volume to get past the static to hear it. Yeah. So, so cool. I was like, Oh, more inspiration. Yeah. Or like the best part in like where they have these recordings in general is the fact that they can hear stuff like that. Right. But it's also the fact that like, you don't know the other end. Yeah. Like you don't know how close they were. You yeah. don't know where they were. Then that's what that's the creepy part behind all of this. Where, where I, if I was John in this position, I would probably think like, where was he? Was he talking next to me? What like, in if you even think about where it was placed, right? Like you had the uh, main microphones that were pointing out directionally like mm-hmm. that, but the one on the left was nearest to John. Yeah. 
And it, I, I don't know. It's just I thought it was just it's so spooky. well done. So Very well done. Spooky. John is constantly going back and forth uh, when the child says his name, Joseph. Um, Joseph is saying that his father killed him by drowning him in uh, in his tub. The child says that his full name is Joseph Carmichael, the same name as Senator Carmichael. Fucking mm. hype moment. Yeah. I was just like, all right, now we got a mystery. Like, Before, we got some crazy I didn't recognize, like, that was the same person that did the speech. I was like, wait, it is. It is, yeah. Holy shit. John gets up from the table looking like complete hell to go back to, to his study to call Claire. He is trying to tell her uh, to come over, but then he passes out while trying to tell her this, give her this message. We can hear Joseph's whispers throughout the house while the camera is panning around, excuse me, around the rooms. Claire comes, uh, Claire comes into John's study crying. John is uh, going over the events of Joseph, but Claire can't handle it. She walks out of the room, but is stopped cold looking at the stairs. This is such a good shot. Such a good shot. The camera just looks at her face, and she's in, like, huge shock. And like, what is she staring at? Right. I want to see it. Like, Can you cut to it now? And that that was the beautiful part, because it was just like, we were kind of following John. Yeah. Like, throughout this whole time. And And he's the only one that's experiencing everything. But now it's like, now you bitch you get to see too. (laughs) Exactly. And and they all experienced it together during the seance, but not like this. That was more so just scary at the fact that they were doing seance shit and something fell over and smashed on the wall. But when she's staring up at the stairs, stopped crying. Yeah. And John's like, "What? what? What's wrong? He goes over to her. Looks up the stairs and we see the fucking wheelchair, bro. This part Sketch. fucked me up, dude. Because the look on her face—it's terrible. It's like, like you said, sobbing, bawling, right? And all of a sudden, stops. And this look of just dread, dread. like yeah. paralyzed, yeah. Dread. And you look up and you feel this sense of just like this spirit looking down at you and Basically. just like watching you and just be like. You've you've opened the door for me. Like I'm here even more now. And I, I when I watched this, I was like, and I saw the wheelchair. I was like, oh fuck! Like I said it out loud. <laughs> and I was like, lizard boy's piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We cut to John going to the Spencer Carmichael Tower, and we see Senator Carmichael getting out of his car to go into the building. Carmichael makes it into his office to call back Minnie. Um, or, excuse me, makes it into his office, but he is told by his receptionist that uh, he keeps getting a call from Minnie, so he goes into his office to call her back. Minnie is letting Carmichael know that John is starting to dig more into the house. And I was like, you fucking narc. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Minnie's, man. We don't like Minnie's. We don't like Minnie's. Carmichael takes down John's name. Um, We dissolve to John getting getting Claire at at a restaurant. Uh, or meeting Claire, excuse me, um, at a restaurant. He is letting her know that he found something, uh, some information on the senator. Uh, his mom died and yada, 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 and all that jazz. Yeah. He's talking about, like, the house and all this whole other stuff, right? Uh, we see that Joseph was dead and the father of the dead son was shipped. Uh, the father of the son shipped a kid from an orphanage in Russia? Was that was that where that was? What? I remember I them just so. saying overseas. Over- okay, uh, it was probably just It might overseas. be Europe. Yeah, it was just Europe. Probably. Um, but uh, they shipped a kid. 
and I put here they're sleuthing, and this is now a, a, a murder mystery, baby, and I'm all in. Murder right. she wrote. <laughs> this is when it started getting exciting. Like before, yeah. I was just scared. Now I'm just like I'm excited to figure out what's going on for Who real. Yeah. yeah, man, man, it was just like. Well, I mean, we knew who well, we done knew it, it, but yeah, yeah. like, is Which it is true? A crazy scene when they showed that flashback. Yeah, the, that's a pretty gnarly scene. Did that happen yet? Not yet. Okay. Because he no, that was during him listening to the recordings. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. yeah. The flashbacks do happen then. So, yeah. man, that fucked me up in a bad way. Yeah, dude. That's, that's a, that a fucking awful ones. way to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the way it was like <laughs> the kid legs is, up. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? The kid is so young. He's vulnerable and he's sickly. Yeah. And like he's paralyzed from the waist down, so he didn't have enough strength to pull himself. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, and literally, yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's rough. With me, my weakness is like he used his abuse, own weakness right? to kill right. him. And ugh, yeah. And like when you understand where the banging comes from, it's from um, Joseph banging, banging on, on the, the bathtub, bathtub trying to get out of the water so he's not drowning. It's mm-hmm. just so sad. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. And then on top of this, you hear Joseph's ghostly whispers saying no daddy please don't yeah. and it's just so so yeah. sad it's gnarly it's fucking Fuck. gnarly we got to john learning more about the uh, about this potential ranch um that was built by the water john heads to this house by the water and knocks on the door but no answer a woman by the name of e gray lives there we cut to John driving in the car with Claire and letting her know his findings about a, uh, about a money collection from all of this they drive back to the house together uh, they knock on the door again, and this time Mrs. Gray answers. She te- she starts telling John about her daughter Linda screaming at midnight three days ago, and pretty much it's like when all this shit started happening with the seance. This is when she kind of started screaming and stuff. Yeah, um, I I don't know if you have it in there, but it. the way she described it was the moment that um, I text you guys like, "Damn, this movie's spoopy." <laughs> so. Um, she describes her daughter screaming at midnight, right? Mm-hmm. And she says she woke up in the middle of the night crying, screaming, and that's never happened before. But she described that this boy was crawling, crawling out of a out well, of well in the center of a room just staring at her. Yep. And I... The ring. Yeah, so <laughs> I... I was like, this movie reminds me of so many movies. Yeah. <laughs> What made me realize, like, yo, this movie does horror so well is that, again, like, it doesn't show you the imagery, but it leaves it to imagination. Yeah. And for me, when I imagine that dream, I imagine that nightmare of, like, this kid looking like the grudge or something. Right. Yeah. Like, just fucked up and white and black and just, like, just staring at you. Yeah. And, like, making creepy sounds, maybe looking deformed, like, crawling out of the well, right? And, like, Uh, already said, the ring. Yeah. Yeah, like the ring. And... I almost paused it. I was like, I don't know if I can do it tonight. It's like, just don't show me that and I'll be good. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, at the same time, I was like, don't show me, but I I want to see see it. it. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of that was like, I want to see it. But uh, this this actually takes takes me back to... Uh, like those ghost those ghost hunting shows, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. the scariest part of those shows are the stories. Are, are the stories. Yeah. yeah. When they initially go there and they listen to the stories of what the other people see, the that's the scary yeah. shit. Yeah. I think this is part of their budget too. Six hundred thousand. They're like, mm-hmm. we could just like describe it through someone telling a story rather Perfect. than actually showing it. Which I think that's the reason why Jaws did so good because they don't really see that much, but you can hear everything happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good. Because really, scary, the, the scary worst that tactic. you get is. 
someone holding their breath underwater from a movie yeah. making standpoint. Yeah, right? that's pretty right. much. Hold it. your breath and just keep your eyes yeah. open. Yeah, exactly. And look like you're squirming. <laughs> um, she said that she saw a very small, very small and thin boy staring up at her, um, crawling out of a well. So I did it. <laughs> Linda won't go uh, go into her room again. Mrs. Gray lets lets them know that she has to think about him checking the room because she uh, says like, "No, you want to tear it apart." Um, we cut to the slow walking camera going inside the house. Linda wakes up um, wakes up out of her mom's bed and she has tears in her eyes already, so she probably already had another nightmare, right? Yeah. Um, and starts walking towards something. Ooh. But she is looking up at the camera while while walking up, kind of like she's looking at someone and following them. Mm. Oh, so good. Uh, she heads back into her room where she saw Joseph. Linda slowly goes into the corner of her room and has complete fear in her face. The floor starts to crack open, and she sees the little boy in the well. She starts screaming bloody fucking murder, and the scream is so good. This yeah. was so scary. Her yeah. walking over and the the already having tears on her face from whatever she was whatever dreaming about she experienced earlier. Like just the torment that this little girl is experiencing. Poor kid. She she really has no connection <laughs> other than proximity. Yeah, she's like, damn, dude, I just live here. She just happens to be sleeping on top of a dead body and yeah. unaware. Well, right? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, of a kid what? that was murdered. Oh, my gosh. That's creepy. Yeah. We cut to wow. John and Mrs. Gray's son uh, cutting the floorboard. Uh, the floorboard. Excuse me. And they found the well. John starts digging in the well and notices a skeleton hand or a skeletal hand uh, that is buried down there. They call the police and they uh, and the police take the remains away. The cop asks if he has any idea who the child is. John says, no, not really. And the cop also responds back like, no, not really. (laughs) Like like you just dug up this well? Yeah, for real. You just Just dug up this well just because, huh? In the middle of the night? You you just did this. All right. John is speaking to Claire um, about the interaction with the cop. He stays behind to head back into the house. He breaks a window and heads back into and heads back inside. John goes back into the well to do a little bit more digging around, um, but he comes up empty-handed. A chain with a metal comes comes out from underneath the soil slowly. My metal. And this is the little kid. My metal. My My mother-in-law. Finds this so funny, <laughs> like she like she was repeating it all day. Yeah, really, really? Oh yeah, so she was just like my metal. Maybe it was creepier for me because it was uh, two in the morning. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. We definitely watched this all as a family, like yeah. in so awesome. daylight and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and I was like, oh, you guys get to see how uh, the magic happens. I was like, <laughs> it's pretty boring because I have to pause a lot. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, John picks it up and heads out. John goes back to Claire to show her what he found. Claire wants him to go to the pol- police with his findings, but John um, is taking matters into his own hands instead. We cut We cut to John going to an airfield where the senator is demanding uh, is uh, demanding excuse me, where the senator is, he's demanding to speak to uh, Carmichael um, about the house. Senator Carmichael tells the pilot to radio back to Captain DeWitt and to call him. We get a close-up of Carmichael pulling out the same pendant that John found in the well. We cut to John making it back home in the, the uh, and the house is going full poltergeist on his ass. <laughs> John starts yelling at the at uh, little old ghosty Joe in the house, and, uh, like, and what do you want? Yeah, he's like, "What do you want? What I do did you everything. I'm doing everything I can." 
I feel bad, like, at this point. Because... Like, he's not afraid, though. That's yeah, cool. me too. But it's I feel... like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> yeah. I feel I'm real. doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the spirit I'm of a Joseph. <laughs> I'm a lizard. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he crawls up the banister. <laughs> Speaks parcel tongue. <laughs> I, I knew it. Parcel tongue. I feel bad for the spirit of Joseph though, because I'm like, what does he want? Like, he he's no, crying no. out for help, but like, what's the answer? He can't say it. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, I can't go that far. I can't full sentences, but not that much. <laughs> My daddy, like, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. Damn. DeWitt shows up at the at uh, John's house asking him a few questions. He starts prying about him holding a seance in his house. DeWitt continues about the bones that he found and tells him that he cannot blackmail the senator with all of this shit that he found. He tells John that he wants his family his family heirloom back, but John tells him that he doesn't know what he's talking about and he has nothing. Yeah. It's a really good scene because he's all like, oh, you scene. lost your family. Yeah, you know we can get you help. I fucking hate that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, because it's like it like, makes you like he was insane. Yeah, insane like, asylum, we can right? Make we, you go away. We talked about like this in Rosemary's Baby yeah. too, yeah. and it's like fuck. Like you, we mentioned last episode, lobotomies happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this, the, dude, he's like, how much threat? It's like you go further with this, we'll help you. Don't and, worry. And this is the cool thing about having an older protagonist. He's like, I know how this shit goes. Like I'm. I'm yeah. play it smart. Like, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Like, I'll, I'll be here when you come back. Yeah, come it. back. Right, yeah, yeah. Come, come see me. Come see me. <laughs> like, bro, we could throw hands. No, I'm just got a fucking ghost nutter. Because straight up, this dude can just hide the metal somewhere else. Like, yeah. he's like, I'll come back and we'll tear the house apart. I'm like, cool, I'll put this in my butt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know what it looks Say like. Say less. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can wear it for all you fucking know. Yeah. Like, True, yeah. <laughs> Claire knocks and John lets her lets her in. Uh, he she is slightly interrupted because uh, she comes in like very stormy, yeah. right? Like I am pissed. I am oh, curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's slightly interrupted by the presence of Dewitt. Dewitt tells her that um, he is going he's going to get a warrant to search the premises, and then he leaves. Claire lets John know that that his lease is officially canceled, and that she also had to she was forced to resign from the society. Claire storms out, and John is left alone. He goes. He's Kind of sitting down on the steps, right? And then he kind of, he like hears something in the mirror. He goes up to the mirror and then it immediately shatters, but it shows him a yeah. glimpse of uh, DeWitt in a car crash. dead. I couldn't recognize him in the moment because his face looked fucked up. Yeah, dude, it was jacked, man. Yeah. John sees an image of DeWitt dead and upside down inside of his car. John falls back to the ground and pulls a piece of glass out of his neck and the phone starts to ring. Claire is on the other line, and she is telling him that DeWitt was involved in a fatal car accident as soon as she left the house. Wild. So good, though. And it, I <laughs> that, feel that like... That little kid gives no fucks. Yeah, but I yeah, feel like real, he dude, was, He's, he's becoming violent. I feel like that he was able to do that just from sheer, like, uh, emotion of, like, just pure anger, right? Like, because, like, I don't know. I feel like his power isn't unlimited, and I feel like in a sense of rage, he was able to do this. And also, like, it could have all ended right there. Like, right. the spirit is so close to finally being put to rest or being mm-hmm. at peace. And yeah. DeWitt was, like, about to just fucking halt that and stop it forever. Yeah, he was going to definitely stop that in his tracks right there. Yeah. 
uh, we cut to the senator coming out of his uh, baller-ass private jet, <laughs> and then he's going inside his baller-ass limo. Right. He to immediately hops. For real. He immediately hops on the phone uh, to check his messages. The senator finds out that Captain DeWitt has died after leaving John's house. He takes the number for for John down. We cut to John pulling up to meet the senator at his baller-ass crib. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Claire is trying to call someone, and the house starts to wake up. Because the light turns on, right? Yeah. It turns on in the attic. And I was like, cool. cool. <laughs> He's wakey, wakey. Uh, Senator Carmichael meets him um, in his baller-ass robe. John <laughs> cuts him directly to the chase and asks him about the chessman house. John pulls out the pendant from his pocket and lets him know how he got the medal in the, the uh, medal in the first place. He continues to let him know th- uh, his premonitions and suspicions on on uh, the murder of Ghosty Joe. Senator Carmichael is ready to just cash, cash John out. He's like, all right, how much? You know, just name your money. Um, but John's just like, I'm not looking for you any money. I don't want your money. I'm already balling too. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real though. Like, yeah. like, I don't need this. Uh, the senator is not believing a word of what John is saying and breaks down into tears for the accusations of his father. Yeah, I was and like, deep down inside, I think he didn't know. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. I really don't think he knew. Yeah. But I'll, like, how can you not? Oh, I guess Well, he was a kid. Yeah, he was maybe he just thought he was adopted and given this name. Well, that's the thing. I don't think he even knew that. You don't think so? No. Cause Think about how young that kid actually was, right? Being brought in, and it's possible that um, Senator Carmichael could have been a little bit younger when he was brought in in Maybe. 1906. Because okay, okay, so 1906 or 1909, excuse me. Yeah, Carmichael was born in 1900 because that's what his gold medal says, right. 1900. So I, I would imagine that's when he's born. So yeah, they move nine. out 1909, nine years old. I feel like. If only maybe the replacement Carmichael was younger. Maybe. But it does, yeah. and he may be lying about his age, maybe. Right. But then how do you. I mean, because what? He's 80, right? Because it's 19. It's Did they say specifically he's 80? No, but well, we, oh, could, we could base movies. it off the yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, that's what I was wondering, too. So, yeah, it really could be a thing of like, he says he's 80, but he really is like 72 or something. Sure. He's really 197. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I, I started feeling really bad. And because this, he says it himself, like, this is not the first time people have come with crazy stories. Like, you're blackmailing me. I get it. How much right, do you yeah, want? Yeah, how much do you want? But then once he started talking about how his father is a murderer and he had known his dad to be a, a kind man, yeah, then it's like, fuck, he doesn't know. Yeah. Or it's just, this is really confusing him. Like, you can tell, but when he sees the medal and he looks at his medal, I think that's what sells it. Yeah, he's like, how is there two? These are identical. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Same name, and everything. Yeah, and so same personal. Name, same year, the whole nine. Damn. So, and this is this is what makes it super interesting too, is because it was just like, even if all of this was true, Senator Carmichael's probably thinking like, okay, but what's your game? Yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. What, what's your what point? Do you yeah, because what are you gonna like, say? Like, what are you gonna do with this? The spirit, the lizard spirit of the person you replace <laughs> is calling out for me to end you. Like, yeah, you're just gonna sound crazy. It's just like, what, like, what, like, what's your end game here? Like, okay, like, all right, let's say my dad did kill this kid. Okay, okay, that's so, my dad. So, eighty years ago, right? Th- this kid is dead, and so is my dad. Yeah, and and granted, like he's he's yeah. he's letting uh, Carmichael know, like, like you don't deserve any of this, or yeah. this goes, this should be belong to him and stuff like that. It's like, it's like, okay, but he's still dead. So yeah. it, it was very still confusing mine. for <laughs> Carmichael too. Yeah, um, and the reason why they they found this out right was because of like, or the reason why they thought that the kid was killed was because of the mom, right? Because the mom had a relation, or not a relation, but she like had a different type of like 
family something like it, it was because it, i know it's like the name of well so the place the, that was in. the mom the mother's um father so Car- original carmichael's grandfather had a will and left the right. trust fund or the the state or the right. name of the company or whatever the family name to carmichael paralyzed carmichael and the dad was bypassed because it wasn't his father that had right. the wealth. That's right. It would. It's the mother's father. So it because the mother died, it went to paralyze Carmichael child. Right. Right. And yeah. if if Carmichael as a child died before the age of twenty one, that money would be donated to charity. That's right. Okay. So the father of paralyzed Carmichael didn't want to take a chance of him being raised up to be at least twenty one years old because. A, if he did, the well, money's still the kids, not his. Right. Yeah. But, but wasn't paralyzed Carmichael also dying? Yeah, right? he was sickly. Yeah, because then that was the thing where it's just like he was just like, well, I need this kid to be healthy. Yeah, so, so he, he killed alive. it and he he changed it. This is the change. Yeah. yeah, he changed he it. The kid and with he a replaced kid, it uh, with so another he kid. Exactly. The wealth and stayed within the family. Right. Motherfucker. That's dude. when he made the lizard child. Wow. That's it. That's exactly when he did it. John hands some documents and the tape of the seance uh, to the senator. He lets him know that uh, he lets him know that uh, there is no other copy in, uh, that he provided him. This is it. So yeah. that was that was actually pretty cool. Uh, Carmichael leaves him with a th- with a threat, however, about speaking this to anybody else, he will pretty much end him. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, one of Carmichael's goons asks him about the commotion, and he tells him to get out. You're old and mean, man. Uh, we cut to Claire going up into the going up to the house, about to knock on the door, but the door opens up by itself. She calls out to John, but she can hear John upstairs or John talking upstairs. Uh, she goes. She is going room to room looking for John. You can hear him yelling to get out. Claire goes up to the attic hesitantly, um, and and she even says like like John, like if you're there, I really don't want to go up there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, girl, don't like yeah. fuck. You know what's going on here for real. And the lighting looks so good here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. damn man. Uh, the wheelchair starts to chase her ass down the stairs, uh, all through the house. Uh, and then she falls down the last set of stairs. Oof. She doesn't die, though. She's okay, but yeah, she's I just she was going to become a cripple. At Me too. <laughs> yeah. You thought she was going to become a lizard? Yeah. 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 <laughs> right at that moment. Uh, Dude, great <laughs> acting on her part. She, oh, yeah. she does it. being terrified so well. Perfectly. Dude. Yeah. Perfectly, yeah. I believed when she fell down those stairs. Yeah, me too. I was yeah, like, wow, she fell down. And the, the look- way she fell down too was she was screaming all the way down. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, this is good. And I'm impressed by that wheelchair. That wheelchair held held yeah, uh, position. Like, oh, yeah. I'm coming for you. Remind me of a scary movie too. While I was going downstairs, I just picture little baby Joe like with his eyes just like cracked open, like <laughs> tongue tongue sticking out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lizard boy. <laughs> John comes up behind her to help her up um, and take her back outside. And I, I even put here her fear is fantastic. John is telling her that uh, he is going back inside, but she's trying to like convince him no, not to go. Um, 
but he has to face Little Joe. He is uh, trying his best. <laughs> He's trying his best to make it into the attic, but is constantly getting blown back by this powerful as wind. Uh, Little Joe blows a gust of wind, and John falls from the second floor down the, down to the foyer. Uh, he is slightly knocked out at this point in time, and you get a shot of the of this awesome ass fire creeping on the banister going mm-hmm. towards the I of the stairs. I love this. How cool was that? This was dope. How yeah. cool was that? Like that was so that was fantastic. It conveyed a lot of emotion too. 100%. But fuck 100%. yeah, this is sick. And then- <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> um, now I do think that this was this, this was done by Joseph mainly because Joseph knew that the, that his chapter was finally coming to a close yeah. because of what was going on Correct. with Carmichael, right? Like, Literally burn everything down. Exactly. Just he's like just like, over. well, he, right, he, I'm he, almost at This peace. is what he wants. He wants to take he Carmichael take the, out. Exactly. He wants to take the fame, the uh, the fortune away. Yeah, and yeah, and Carmichael didn't have a son. No, it didn't look like right. No, I don't think so. No, he just had homies. <laughs> What's that say about him? Yeah, he just he just has lizard, lizards. <laughs> uh, we cut to Carmichael holding the two medals. Uh, he places one of them on the picture of his father, and then are rattling all around him. Carmichael is not phased by this rattling. However, he's looking very intently at the picture of his father and of this metal. But then we get this awesome transition of him going into the burning house, but he's not technically there. there. I love right, this, yeah, that his spirit tight. is transported over there. So Yo, fucking cool, dude. This reminded me of Insidious. Yeah, 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 Mainly yeah. because of the, the little kid um, in Insidious, he knew how to do... Uh, Gosh, what is it called? To go to the further right. It was a, yeah, it was a go, but it's an actual name. Um, astral projection. Yeah, that's astral what projection. it is. Um, yeah. And this is exactly what this was. This was astral projection. Yeah, I feel like um, baby uh, Joseph was like almost like a like a vacuum effect, right. like just like forcing his spirit over to the house, right. back where it all started, right? And I, it it gave me goosebumps. I was like, this is powerful stuff. Yeah. Like the fact that your rage is just that powerful that you're bringing it all over, man, it it, it spoke volumes too. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Very, very I good. Agree. I definitely agree. Um, he already seemingly um uh knows what's about to happen. Um, he starts walking up up the stairs, just nothing, mm-hmm. very silent, right, and just starts going up there, almost in a trance. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, the stairs collapse, um, but he continues moving forward. They collapse behind him, not while he's there. Uh, John moves out of the way just in time before a chandelier falls on him. Um, Claire screams for him and gets him out of the house. Carmichael continues all the way up to the attic and sees the little boy being killed by his father. Damn, this is rough. Yeah. But it's like, I'm so satisfied that 100%. 100%. That he got, he, he, got, he, he saw got that. To see it. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is awesome because this is where you kind of find out that he's astral projecting, right? Because mm-hmm. it goes back to the office. And he has while, a heart attack. Exactly. Yeah. While he's there, and then he has a heart attack and then dies. Damn. John and Claire uh, get to the senator's crib <laughs> just in time <laughs> to uh, see him get transported away in the ambulance. The ambulance uh, races p- past the burning house, and we are left with sirens surrounding the house. We dissolve to the burnt ruins of the home, but slow pan to the wheelchair and the music box open, playing the lullaby that uh, John also created as well. Yeah. And that was our last final goodbye. 
for my little homie Joe. Then credits. He's been put to peace. Yeah, dude. Good movie. What a fucking movie. Solid man. movie. This is a great movie. I love this movie. This is a fun <laughs> movie, dude. This is a really fun movie, and it's 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 creepy enough. It's oh, creepy sure. throughout. It, yeah, it's it's the perfect amount of creeps. I love like <sighs> the knocking on the doors yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And it's just it's so subtle the and music. beautiful. Watching the music this, yeah, this the is music so is good. So the soundtrack good. so good. Watching this, I kept thinking Freddie would probably really like this because it didn't rely on jump scares. Jump scares. Even though no, no, jump scares it's all subtle. I can it. yeah, can be done properly. But 100%. I was like, I think if I saw this movie back when it first came out, Ooh, I would love it be more. Ooh. Because I've seen so many horror movies and I've seen all of this stuff, all the I felt like, damn, it all it. came from this. Yeah, sure. And now I'm watching this after I've seen all of that. I was yeah. like, fuck. But it's cool to see that. That's why though, I was right? disappointed and like, damn, I really, 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 really wish I saw this back then. Sure. Yeah. I wasn't born, but. Imagine course, seeing yeah. this in the theaters. Fuck. Ew. 1980. Dude. This would be one of my favorite movies. Now, here's the thing, though. This movie probably would be a shocking in 1980, mainly because a few years pr- prior to that, you had the exorcist. And I That's thought about too. that movie a lot. <laughs> so there was moments where I was like, is there, cause there hadn't been like a in your face scary moment or like disturbing, like pop up or scene. And I kept no. thinking like, Oh, the when exorcist happen, came yeah. out. Yeah. And I was like, how scary while I was watching, I was That's like, at the bottom. How really high scary for, for was the exorcist. And I thought about the face and I was like, Pretty something scary. can yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something yeah. can happen. I got to be careful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because during this time, you you had a, a little boom of, like, the slashers and things like that uh, yeah. right before that. Because the slashers started happening in the 70s. Yeah. Like, you had Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Toby Hooper. And you had uh, Black Christmas and Halloween and all this other stuff. So there were boundaries that they could have pushed, even though those movies are still very tamed for today's standards, mm-hmm. but back then that was not tamed. That was like, oh my god, this is disgusting. Um, even though they never showed anything, right? I think it works to its favor that it didn't show anything because it 100%. leaves so much to the imagination, like I said earlier, and like just the description of like what's being seen by yeah. the characters and right, uh, yeah. It's same thing with Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Like you, we were mainly going through that process of watching people make it seem like she's crazy. Yeah. Like that was the and that movie. was the that was the fucked up part. That's right, the part that yeah. like got you spooked. Seriously, man. And and this movie is just done so so well. But it was out of this movie or The Shining. Um, the only thing, the main reason why I didn't choose The Shining is one, the movie's really long. <laughs> How is. long is it? Like three hours. Yeah, good choice on this one. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the movie's really long, and I did not it's an want hour more uh, than this one. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I I want to save that for a two parter for us. That'd be fun. Um, and I, like that way we can kind of like focus on that a little bit more. Um, just because that movie is really long. Yeah. And I don't want us to sit here for three and a half hours talking Damn, about part the one, part two episode. That's, that's it. So uh, I got some facts for us here for the changeling movie facts. Movie facts. The house scene in the movie in real life doesn't and never actually did exist. What? The filmmakers could not find a suitable mansion to use for film, so at a cost of around $200,000, the production had a Victorian Gothic mansion facade attached um, attached to be attached to the front of a much more modern dwelling in a Vancouver street. The, this construction was used for uh, for the filming of the exteriors of the of the movie's Carmichael's mansion. The interiors of the haunted house were an elaborate group of interconnecting sets built inside of a film studio in that Vancouver. That is sick. Yeah, that's a third of their budget. Right? That's impressive, though. Yeah. So they did burn it down. 
I'm yeah, just kidding. Probably. Um, maybe they did. The real-life haunted house where the uh, real-life events apparently took place was the Henry Treat Rogers Mansion, oh, which was located at 1739 East 13th Avenue, Chessman Park in Denver, Colorado. Hence, the Chessman House. Oh, damn. Uh, the house has since been demolished. When? Wow. Do we know when? No, no telling when. Ooh. No telling when. First of the two ghost uh, ghost story horror movies that veteran actor Melvin Douglas made in two year in a two year period right at the end of his film career. The other picture was Ghost Story, which was his next and final film that came out the next year. Well, this is the great part. Now, George C. Scott is the actor John, mm-hmm. and uh, Claire is Trish Van Devere. Now, the reason why they had such great chemistry and the reason why they seemed a little hot and steamy, they were actually married oh. in real life. Makes sense. Actor Trish Van Deer and George C. Scott were married. Publi- uh, publicly, um, oh, publicity for this picture stated that they had uh, made seven films together in their eight years of marriage. This movie was considered to be their eighth film together. Damn. Very nice. This guy's yeah. a player. So know, right? cute. Uh, director Peter uh, Medic said he was initially... Uh, intimidated by stories of actor George C. Scott being difficult to work with. The only trouble Medic had with Scott on set was being production managers accidentally knocked over a chessboard on which Scott had been playing a game against himself for <coughs> over two weeks. Oh, so he, yeah, he wasn't happy. I'm not happy about that at all. Uh, da, 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 da. There's one. The really good one here. Damn, where do I find it? Oh, here it is. Uh, the name of the history group was the Seattle Historic uh, Preservation Society. The name of the campus where Dr. John Russell um, uh, taught music was the University of Seattle, uh, though the interiors were filmed at the University of Toronto in Toronto, Canada. Pretty great. Wow. Last one here. The meaning of the movie's uh, changeling title is not lizards. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> uh, is defined as being a creature found in European folklore and, and folk religion. It is typically described as being the offspring of a fairy, troll, elf, or other legendary creature that has been secretly left in the place of a human child. Sometimes the term is also used to refer um, to the child who was taken. It is the swapped child, meaning... Uh, uh, meaning of the term that is of relevance to the film's story. One last one here, and we'll go ahead and complete it. The drowning of Joseph in the bathtub was shot after principal shooting had wrapped. Principal shooting is just all yeah. shooting. So that was the that was the last shit that they needed. Damn. God damn it! What a what a terrible one to have. Yeah. There, right? What a bad one to end it on. It was just like. Great, you did fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Good job, Joseph. Now turn into a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What if, like, after the burning building, you see a lizard just crawl away? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like I'm done here. Stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, tell us what you thought about this fantastic movie, The Change Link. I know it's an oldie, but it is such a goodie. Like, god damn it, it's so good. Uh, and did you guys have trouble finding this one, or did you guys find it on Shutter? Shutter. That's right. Oh, that's right, because I have uh, I have the list for us. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, I, I just, YouTube two bucks. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, you pay for it? Yeah, that's eh, good investment though. I mean, I pay for Shutter monthly now, um, and I just ask Siri on Apple TV, and I'm just like, perfect. Shutter is so good. It's great for this show. It's it's, it really <laughs> is. It really, really is. Uh, but that is going to be the conclusion of Walk Down Horror 
plane. This is a new year, and I'm glad. This is this is like the 20s, and it's crazy. And I wanted us to take a little blast from the past to see uh, how most of these movies were, I guess, formulated. Uh, and I didn't want us to go too far in the past. I didn't want us to go too old just because those are very cheesy. Yeah. Uh, although some are really good, like Nosferatu, and uh, you get some really good ones out of that. But uh, didn't want to go too far back. This was a good month. I enjoyed yeah. this month. I love this month. This was a super fun month. Um, but uh, we're going to obviously be keeping the spoopy vibes going. Always. But we're going to continue this with uh, Black History Month of Horror. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for this. Not just because I am black, but... You're black? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but uh, this is actually... And this is actually a little a little sappy right now. But this is actually the first time that I officially am going to be doing something that has my stamp on something that has to do with black history. Nice. Uh, I've always obviously learned about it mm-hmm. um, and I, I learned about my history and all this whole other stuff but this is going to be the first time that I'm actually going to be contributing something I love to that. black history so this is something I'm very excited for um, and I'm excited that it's a part of one of my favorite genres um, but our f- next movie that we are going to be having is Candyman if you'd like to watch that uh, beforehand you could do so over at Netflix if it is still on there hopefully it is uh, but yes so by all means enjoy this next month that we will be having. But this was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. On my left-hand side here, we had David. Oh, oh. oh, oh lizard man. Lizard dude. <laughs> Damn. You sure you're not a lizard? <laughs> <laughs> also known as a Nightly. Across from me, we had Freddy. Spooky boys out. We out. Also known as a Nighty Night. Our efforts to get the shot is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us with five stars is very helpful, but we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife and that's night with what? Hey! (laughs) By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Remember everybody, don't forget your nightlife.